The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rocker. I will not wear the mask. 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 I will not wear a mask. I will not get the vaccine. I will not get the vaccine. And I will not get the vaccine. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. In the Lord, I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust, and I will not be afraid. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and let my cry come to you. Do not hide your face from me in the day. For the Lord is the great God, and the great King above all. Rise up, O judge of the earth. Render punishment to the proud. Lord, how long will the wicked, how long will the wicked chime? Righteousness and justice are the foundation of this I hate the work of those who fall away. With my mouth I'll make known your faithfulness to all generations. For I have said, mercy shall be built up forever. Your faithfulness you shall stand. On an instrument of ten strings, on the lute and on the harp, with harmony sound. For you, O Lord, have made me glad through your works. I will you, triumph Lord, in the works of your are on high forevermore. For behold, your enemies shall perish. All the workers of iniquity shall be scattered. I will defy tyrants. 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 And with that, good morning, America. Welcome, Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, DBXYZ people, anybody else I may have missed, to the Sons of Liberty Radio Show here on Red State Talk Radio, where we use the Bible and the Constitution not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S. occupied state of South Carolina. The editor at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. And for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warns you about. I hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative word of God. Glad that you guys have joined us this morning. If you'd like to check us out online, please do so. SonsOfLibertyRadio.com and also SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. In fact, if you're listening by way of Red State Talk Radio and you want to watch the video portion of the radio show, which I don't know why it's not showing up on the site now. It's in there correctly, so sorry about that. Um, and I, I just I have no idea why it's not doing. Normally, you could click right here. <laughs> You could watch it uh, at sonsoflibertymedia.com, but for whatever reason, it's not coming up. Uh, on the left side of the page, uh, the video there is Bradley's show from yesterday, so you can still watch it up until uh, 3 o'clock this afternoon. But never fear, if you want to watch the video portion, you can do so. Rumble, go to Rumble, Sons of Liberty Radio Live. That's where we're streaming to. We're also streaming on our Telegram channel. If you're over there at Sons of Liberty, Beforeitsnews.com, top of the page. We're over there. We're also on DLive.tv at The Sons of Liberty. 
as well as Twitch at Setting Brush Fires. And if you got Roku, we're on Cutting Edge TV over there, at least for the hour. Uh, I, I assume we're probably going to go over a little bit today, but but at least for there, we're going to be here. Okay, um, right up under where we should be, there should be showing a streaming. Maybe it's doing it on your you guys thing. Chrome is really acting up for me a lot. It stops my music. It uh, changes stuff just on a whim. So it may just be me. Uh, but if it's there, then go ahead and click play on there and you can do it. Sons of Liberty Media. Uh, also, be sure to sign up for our email newsletter while you're over there. Get one email from us a day. That's uh, Bradley's articles, mine uh, and our contributors that we have. And I'm going to hit some of those uh, here real quickly uh, before we bring our guest on. Uh, and I'm just going to do it off the page this morning. Uh, this is Bradley's latest. The devil's always found in the details, labeling Americans while exposing themselves. Um, and then if you missed yesterday's show, our enemies have pulled their mask off. Now we must advance upon it. Look, they've shown you who they are. There's no guesswork anymore. They're telling you who they are. They're already counting mankind as nothing, useless, use. And, and they're saying it with their own words. I played the guy for you yesterday. Um, and they're already pitching towards this utopia, this euphoria that they want um, for themselves, not for everybody, but for themselves. That's that's what they're doing. Uh, this one right here, I, I kind of did as sort of a funny, right? Um, this uh, <laughs> the Donald Trump uh, hole in one. I, I just for you guys watching, look, you'll get it. Um, oops, he's starting off here now. And again, I've been very critical of Donald Trump, but you know he got his little his little thing, and I just thought the video was hilarious. Whoever I don't, people sit around and they come up with stuff like this, and uh, I just thought it was very funny. Um, no props to Donald Trump on that, but it was very funny. And I think a lot of other people found it to be pretty funny, too. Uh, but, yeah, in his usual arrogant style, he had to write on it and put it out. So, yeah, those kinds of things. Anyway, um, that's at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com if you want to check that out. Australian mother, my daughter was murdered by Big Pharma. You know, uh, the guy, Malcolm Roberts, we were trying to bring him on the show. We still might get him in, but it's going to be a week pushed out because next week, uh, you know, we've got that week filled up. But <clears throat> probably the week after uh, we're going to see if we can get him on because he's been doing down in Australia what Ron Johnson did up here. And that was to bring all these people in who have these grievances that their family members have died. They've been injured, all this kind of stuff. So uh, be sure to check that out. Sons of Liberty Media dot com. Also, areas in the U.S. experiencing the most infection or alleged infections are the most vaccine compliant. I'll guarantee you they got a lot of 5G going on around them, too. That's just my thought. That's just my thought. OK. Um, and then Kerry, Dr. Kerry Madej, we've had on several times, friend of the ministry. You won't believe what they found in this injected mother's breast milk. You remember when we had her on and they brought the frequencies of all the stuff they found in the shot? Some of five or six of them were weaponized that they knew of. This stuff's coming out in the breast milk, too. It's really, really bad. And then the latest from Chuck Baldwin, you seriously believe the same media that lied to you about COVID is now telling you the truth about Ukraine. Yeah, we don't believe that here at the Sons of Liberty. Also from the Liberty Bells, International Board of Education. Yes, there is one. Check that out. And this one was this one went pretty big yesterday. Cops wake up an entire neighborhood blasting copyrighted Disney music. Why did they do that? To avoid being posted on YouTube. Because you know when you you film something, when you film what they're doing, and you've got that music in the background, YouTube, Facebook, they pick it up and they put these copyright things on them so people can't really see what's going on. That's what he was doing. 
and he got confronted by a council member. It was great. You really need to check it out. The video's there if you want to do that. Um, I think that's pretty much the big. Oh, this one. If the U.S. is dragged into World War III, where will Biden find enough troops that are willing to fight? Well, I can tell you this. They ain't going to find them at the Brown House. Because that is not a constitutional war that they're drumming up over there. It's not a battle that we need to be involved in. If they want to, they won't come get me because I'm probably too old for that. But if you want to come get my boys, my daughters, any of that other, we're going to fight the tyrants right here on our soil uh, and deal with the tyrants in our backyard, not the ones halfway around the world. Now, with that said, um, you know we've we've discussed a lot of things. We've discussed. Um, you know, a number of religions, We on, on Rotten to the Core Wednesday, we brought up the issue of where they're building these houses over. I, I think it was in, du- was it in Dubai, I think. I'm, I forget. I can be corrected on that. But they built these houses, a, a church, a mosque, and a, um, a synagogue. And they're setting it up for this, you know, one world religion kind of stuff. And they all look similar, except they have a little bit different aesthetics. But they, they basically are boxes is what they look like over there. And <clears throat> we've talked about... We've made mention, obviously, that the 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 papacy is just as much antichrist as Judaism, as Islam. All three of them are antichrist, according to John. They deny the work of the Christ. They deny that he's come in the flesh to do what the scriptures said he was going to do. And so with that said, you know, I told you I had my conversation with Mr. Wordsworth and uh, great conversations that we have. We disagree a little bit on eschatology, but not to the extent that that we you know, are at each other's throats. In fact, we see each other as brothers. We see each other as sharpening one another in that, and I'm very appreciative of that. Uh, but there is something coming from uh, my background, which is <clears throat> I'm a part of a Reformed church, Associate Reformed Presbyterians, who come from the Scottish Covenanters, who I say are our original for- uh, founding fathers, if you will, here in the United States. Uh, they were the ones who were uh, meeting in the fields, they were the ones who were against the papacy. They didn't want anything to do with it. And there were splits even between them, at least in some were passive. Some were sitting out there with their muskets and their swords ready to take on the dragoons if they came in uh, because they loved their brothers. And yet they were brothers. They met together in worship and things. And so with that said, I ran across um, a website, and I told you a little bit about it yesterday because we're setting this up for our guest here, uh, Johnny Cerucci. And uh, I was able to get in touch with him. He called me back and we had a great conversation. I think we pretty much hit it off right off the bat uh, with things. But um, Johnny has been one who, in my estimation, and I'll let him you know, comment on this. In my estimation, he's kind of following in some footsteps, kind of like um, uh, John Robbins of the Trinity Foundation. He's pointing out these things. Uh, for the papacy's upholding the reform view, which in the Westminster Confession says that the papacy is the man of sin. Now, I've told you about these two books. Uh, well, I told you about this one. Don't read Dave Hunt on reform theology because he stinks, quite frankly, it, which is why this book is quite, quite interesting that he did on his um, his work on the, on Vat- the Vatican and the papacy. It's really good. It really is. I'd highly recommend that. And then this one is from John Robbins, and I've got several of these, but they're in different places. I grabbed this off the the shelf earlier. It's called Ecclesiastical Megalomania, and it's the economic and political uh, thought of the Roman Catholic Church. And this is by uh, John Robbins. You can get these, I think, at the trinityfoundation.org. But with that said, I don't have John Robbins on because he's no longer with us, but uh, I do have Johnny Cerucci on, and it's my privilege to welcome him to the Sons of Liberty. Good morning, man. 
Tim, it is my privilege to be here. Uh, I, I'm absolutely thrilled. Uh, shout out of, of love and affection to our, our mutual friend, Angela, her great husband, uh, Mike, for helping us to connect the dots and, and get in touch with each other. Yeah, I, you know what? I love Mike. Uh, he gives he gives some great commentary in the chat when I get to see it because we've got several chats going on here. And then our conversation, my conversation with Mike was very much like it was with you. It was a very kindred spirit. And um, and we recognize what Antichrist is, the doctrines they hold and things of this nature. Um, but you're going more towards uh, that reform perspective where the reformers were calling out the papacy that they said, oh, wait a minute. This is happening in our time. This is the man of sin that was spoken about. And um, and and they would go even into Revelation. They will speak to Revelation 13, things of that nature. Um, can you give people a little introduction to yourself uh, before we begin? Absolutely necessary. You bet. A lot of people have never heard of me. Uh, I am, see how far back to go, how much time do we <laughs> minimize this so we get right to the point. Um, born and raised Italian Roman Catholic, fourth generation, and uh, family uh, raised me to be very patriotic, right-minded, so-called conservative. I don't like those terms. Uh, right-minded, I don't mind, but uh, conservative, uh, I'm not stuck in the mud. I'm, How about I'm lawful? Right. How about lawful versus good, unlawful? Let's do it that good, way. Good for you. Good for you. Yeah, those those terms are loaded on purpose. And so gravitated towards um, life in the military, ended up doing uh, 20 years in the Marine Corps and Army. And through that time, learned a lot of hard lessons that the America's uh, worst enemies were her own institutions and lived that and experienced it in Iraq. Also found out that everywhere the United States military went, everywhere that I participated, Good people suffered, and Christians suffered the most, which uh, helped to push me out. Excuse me. Uh, Being uh, lawfully minded, I love that. I'm going to use that for now. Being lawfully minded, uh, especially in my adulthood, I started blogging in college. Uh, What was critical for me was a uh, uh, life-saving, soul-saving event came to Christ in 1994 on January 16th and totally changed my outlook and and helped me to wake up the things. And I always knew in the back of my mind that my my Catholic upbringing had a lot of issues with it and that the Catholic Church had a a bad reputation amongst Christians. Wait a minute, Catholics are Christians, right? No, now I tell people I was a Catholic before I became a Christian and and I'm only partially tongue-in-cheek. I'm I'm actually quite serious about it. So uh, really, as I gravitated towards uh, so-called conservative media and in an effect and an effort to get away from the far left, no exaggeration, far left mainstream media, uh, I eventually had to break with them too, because they failed to really tell me anything. This was, this was blatantly obvious with the advent of the Obama administration and a guy that just popped up out of nowhere. Uh, clearly, there was a lot more that needed to be done to figure out who this guy was. And finally, the Osama bin Laden raid in 2011, where even conservative media uh, completely ignored what was obvious and that the raid was basically a false flag uh, almost entirely. 
mainstream sources admitting that the uh, what do they call it? the uh, the Situation Room photograph with uh, Obama yep. Yep. and Gates and Hillary with her her hand over her mouth. Mainstream media sources admitting it was faked because there was no live feed from SEAL Team Six. Here you have the reason why I'm in the military. Uh, Osama bin Laden himself and the uh, orders to SEAL Team Six were shoot them on sight and dump them in the ocean. Okay, if you're in the military, you know that there's something not right going on. I actually happened to be in a command where my my CO brought me into his office and said, hey, I've got connections and and that's not what really happened. Uh, and he couldn't tell me any more than that. But I was like, yeah, I, I roger that, sir. I already knew that from open sources, but I appreciate the confirmation. So uh, in Iraq, uh, it was a miserable, miserable time for me, uh, really pushed me towards i wasn't doing very well in the military anyway it's uh uh, spent a lifetime uh reaching for things that i could never have uh, reaching for a fulfillment that i could never have and so it it helped me the foundation of being born again tim along with not having what i wanted uh helped me to be a very dissatisfied person uh not not bitter but cynical and critical-minded, critical thinking, which really school and everything else wants you nowhere. The whole system, the culture does not want you to think critically, does not want you to be your own uh, everything. Uh, When I started to look into what I felt we were being lied to about, I found lies everywhere, everywhere. And so I had this this past of blogging, this history of blogging. Uh, Ever since college, uh, me being on the outside of everything of of that really the far left agenda, which is everywhere, it taught me how to never have my own opinion, always to uh, use sources and have other people state what I knew, but have them be respected sources. And and that's been my tactic ever since, both blogging, writing books. I looked into. Good grief. It was, you know, seven, eight, nine years ago, um, looking for answers beyond all the other sources that weren't giving me answers. And I kept hearing Illuminati, Illuminati this, Illuminati that. And for a military guy, it seemed nebulous. Um, in, in a warfare situation, you need to know who the enemy is. And that's what your intelligence section will give you, hopefully, they'll tell you who the enemy is so you can focus your efforts. Because if you're not focused on the enemy, you're not focused on his vulnerabilities, then you're going to lose the battle, you're going to lose the war, you're not going to be properly prepared. And so therefore, your intelligence is everything. And consequently, today's intelligence has been corrupted, controlled for really, I can make the case centuries. Of course, not just American intelligence, but but Western civilization has been lying to people about who the real enemies are. Uh, and um, as, as reform perspective, there is no other perspective. Okay. Let me, let me pause real quick and uh, read from you. Of course, this is new King James. It's um, not the, uh, I, I prefer a, a modern English, uh, even though the, uh, the Texas Receptus is, is the best manuscript bar nine. The uh, Codex Synacticus was, fabricated by the Vatican, supposedly found by um, uh, Constantine von Tischendorf in an Egyptian uh, nunnery wastebasket, convent wastebasket. 
<laughs> yeah, right, <laughs> right. And, and that's why it's filled with errors. Actually, the King James 3 and the modern King James are, are really fantastic because they have the both the best best of both worlds, the Texas Receptus and modern English. I'm, I'm not really a fan of Elizabethan English because it's, sometimes it's just really hard to follow. So Revelation 17, have y'all in the audience, when was the last time you read the book of Revelation? When was the last time you read Revelation 17? Because uh, even though there are other factions that might fulfill the uh, the concept of uh, that you mentioned, Tim, in in uh, John's letters of of denying the Christ, denying uh, Jesus Christ, Yeshua of Nazareth, as the Christ, the Son of God, there's only one that fulfills this. <clears throat> Excuse me. Then one of the seven angels had the seven bowls came and talked with me, saying. Come, I will show you the judgment of the great harlot who sits on many waters. Many waters are, are, are people, and that's also explained in Revelation, with whom the kings of the earth committed fornication, and the inhabitants of the earth were made drunk with the wine of her fornication. There's only one power that, that fulfills this. So he carried me away in the spirit into the wilderness, and I saw a woman sitting on a scarlet beast, full of the names of blasphemy, having seven heads and ten horns. The woman was arrayed in purple and scarlet and adorned with gold and precious stones and pearls, having in her hand a golden cup full of abominations and the filthiness of her fornication. And on her forehead, a name was written, Mystery Babylon the Great, the mother of harlots and of the abominations of the earth. And I saw the woman drunk with the blood of the saints and with the blood of the martyrs of Jesus and when I saw her, I marveled with great amazement. I got tingles on my arm just reading that. Uh, there's only one institution anywhere in human history that comes close to fulfilling that, and that's the sovereign city-state of Rome. Okay? Have y'all in the audience ever heard of Fox's Book of Martyrs? Okay? The yep. Fox's Book of Martyrs you get today has been completely watered down by the same sources that now tell you that Rome has nothing to do with eschatology. Rome has nothing to do with prophecy. So let's, let's look real quick. Uh, the, the combination of military and religious Rome, no one comes close to murdering Christians, torturing Christians, and subverting the word of God. The Jews never had the power that Rome does. The Muslims never had the power that Rome does. There's only one institution that fulfills that overwhelmingly who clothes themselves in scarlet and purple who is is drunk on the blood of the saints the combination of military and religious rome daniel and revelation are absolutely conclusive there's only two people in the word of god that have the the honorific beloved who who are they daniel and john and they tell you the identity of the Antichrist. I know I'm bouncing around because there's just so much information to cover. That's okay. Uh, before I go there, I'll, I'll, I'll add the fantastic, all of that discourse, uh, all the way through into Matthew 24, when Jesus says in, in verse 4, Jesus answered them and said, Take heed that no one deceives you. Take heed that no one deceives you. Many will come in my name saying, I am the Christ and will deceive many. You will hear of Russia and Ukraine. No, you will hear close wars and rumors. That's of right. War. Yep. 
See that you are not troubled for all these things will come to pass, but the end is not yet. Nation will rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom, and there will be famines and pestilence, earthquake in many places. Okay, so who's Antichrist? Who are we told? Who are we told by culture and people that know nothing about Scripture, people who aren't Christians? Who do they tell us Antichrists are? Oh, Adolf Hitler. Adolf Hitler was absolutely Antichrist. Now, decades and generations after the death of a guy who was a secret Jesuit priest named Joseph Stalin, a Georgian who was not Russian, slaughtered as many as 40 million Russians, and that's a, that's a Vatican agenda. He's slowly coming to the surface, slowly. A guy by the name of Mao Zedong, who was completely empowered by the West, would never have risen to power if it weren't for the West and eventually really the Vatican. Uh, not being coming to the surface, may have slaughtered anywhere between 70 and 100 million Chinese, an absolute demon in flesh. Okay? None of those guys. Who else is supposedly the, the Antichrist? Neither Hitler, Stalin. Oh, now, now, it, now it becomes uh, Barack Obama, uh, Donald Trump, Joe Biden. You, you, name, you name your guy. It's pin the tail on the Antichrist. That's what I call it. Uh, because people are so... Uh, prone to their own imaginations of what they think it is and what they think the mark of the beast is. And this is what I say, Johnny, when we're talking about the issue of Antichrist, I break it down to what John does. He breaks it down to doctrine. Do you hold this? This is what makes you that. And I break it down to that. And I don't have to sit here and run around pen to tell the Antichrist because that isn't my job anyway. My job is to disciple the nations, teaching them all things that Christ commanded. That's where where our focus is. But some people know they claim to know the Antichrist better than they know the Christ. That's the problem when they get into this weirdness with uh, you know, their, their version of Bible prophecy. That is the problem, Tim. And if you don't have the Christ, you will not have the Antichrist. You, you, you may have yeah. some good information, but the essence of discernment is a simple, childlike, intimate relationship with the Messiah, with Jesus Christ. If you do not have that, you will not be gifted with, with, with it's, his, his, it's his cipher. It's his secret message. That's right. And only he can provide the cipher, provide the glasses for you. Matthew 24, 5 tells you who the Antichrist is. The Antichrist is someone or a group of people who present themselves as the Christ. Many will come in my name. Adolf Hitler never came in the name of Jesus Christ. Barack Obama never came in the name of Jesus Christ. Um, they, there, are, there are types, there are types, and they fulfill the denial of, of, of uh, Christ and John in his letter explaining that anybody who denies Christ is Antichrist. But there is only one group of people, and that is the entire office of the papacy, who calls itself the vicarious Philae Dei, and in Latin, that equates to 660 and 6. There's no other office. There's no other person. Oh, and by the way, so who gives us the let's, information? Let's, be, let's, let's clarify that because a lot of people have mixed that up, too. They've just said, well, it needs to be three sixes. Well, that's not what the text says. The text says 666. That's a different thing than three sixes, even though... I know there's a lot of people, Google and Microsoft and everybody else, who uses these variations of 
666 in their design. Even I think it was CERN where they were setting up that thing. They had that design in it. So what that needs, that's a technical issue, but it's a very important one. I think the difference is all, it's, it's all the difference in the world, Tim. Uh, those are minions of the devil. Those are minions of Rome. Those are minions of our adversary. And they're just associating with his name, with his number. But the office of Antichrist is the papacy, the papacy that blasphemes. And whenever a pope speaks ex cathedra from his chair, from the chair of Peter, the ludicrous idea that Peter ever went to Rome, which he did not, uh, they write in capital plural pronouns. We have decided this in our and us. They equate themselves with God, with Jesus Christ. Uh, unbelievable blasphemy. And if you know anything about history and how popes throughout history, of course, that's buried today. The, the personal behavior of the popes is buried. But historically, we now know Going from, I mean, all the names you you ask Google, which just so happens to be born on the Jesuit birthday of September twenty seventh. That's a coincidence, of course. You ask Google who runs the world from behind the scenes, and it says Rothschilds and Rockefellers. Rothschilds, okay. Rothschild, which means red shield, and the uh, the the progenitor of of the Rothschilds, Meyer Amschel Rothschild. Uh, created his first uh, his first banking corporation and called it Meyer Amschel Rothschild's son. Why would you do that? That's weird. That's the why would you create that act because it, the acronym equals Mars, the god of war, and supposedly uh, Meyer Amschel Rothschild made it big by having insider trading arrangements in relation to. Uh, the Napoleonic Wars, and who would win at Waterloo. And here you have Napoleon, who was raised by the Jesuits on the island of Corsica, and uh, both a, an Italian, an Italian, not a Frenchman, an Italian, by the way, that's critical, because then he would have no compassion for slaughtering the French. An Italian Roman Catholic raised by Jesuits and a Freemason at the same time. Wait a minute, uh, the Catholic Church is, is at war with the Freemasons? No, stop. Uh, so the Rothschilds, is it the Rothschilds? No, it's the Romans. Behind every key Jewish name that we're supposed to focus on, above them is a Roman or a Jesuit or all of the above. So, Johnny, let, let me ahead. ask you a question about that. I, I don't mean to interrupt you too much. I, I want to let you speak as much as you can. But uh, on your website, you've got this this article, and I, I kind of— got a kick out of it. Jews run the dog pound, but Jesuits hand out the trophies. Is this what you're talking about? They're getting you looking at the one thing while they're, while they're doing, while they're hiding behind the other, by what they're putting. Right. Right. I, I did a, I did an article on the, the Cleveland Browns and how Jews are in these positions of management, but they're never decision makers. They're patsies, they're pawns, they're thrown up there. And it's, it, it's powerful because the Jews who, who hold these positions are despicable people. They're absolutely despicable. What a great example in George Soros, okay? George Soros is the ultimate bad guy Jew. Do you know anything about George Soros? Have oh, you yeah. seen this, the 60 Minutes interview where it comes up what he yep. did yep. during World War II? Yeah, we got and- called, hey, we got called fake news for simply putting the video out there 
And this NewsGuard Corporation, which we're having our attorney send a letter to here soon because I had to send him the bullet points this week. But the the lady who who wrote it and said, well, he ne- he never partook of that and this, that, and the other. And she stuck her story out like within two hours, giving me two hours to respond, which I didn't even get a message. And I had to say, did you watch the interview? And she goes, well, no, but I read articles on it. I said, but it was in the article. You could have got it from the source and heard his own mouth say it. And it was like right after he said it, he caught himself as to what he said, and he tried to backpedal on it. But there's another book that contains you know, some, some things that he said where he was doing the same thing. So for anybody in the audience that, that isn't aware of this, George Soros, and here's one other aspect that 60 Minutes did not cover. Whenever 60 Minutes covers, well, yeah, in an article and the original interview, 60 Minutes covered this, they, they claimed that he was harbored by Christians. He wasn't harbored by Christians. He was harbored by Catholics. Catholics, Roman Catholics, yeah. He went around as a a Hungarian Catholic nephew of an of an uncle there and helped his uncle collect property from Jews who were uh, arrested by the the SS. And he said it was the greatest time of his life. He, he had such a he had a ball and he had no he told 60 minutes he didn't he had no guilt hey it was gonna happen might as well have been me woohoo okay who would take a man like that and elevate him as a billionaire and say he is the archetypical Jew only an entity that hated Jews and you, know, you go through sources in relation to the scamdemic that's occurring and they also, oh, everything's coming out of 5G. 5G came out of Israel. Do you believe? Well, are you kidding me? Do you know what Israel is doing to its citizens with the vaccine and yep. the vaccine? Might, yep, well be wearing a yellow, might as well be wearing a yellow armband. Call it a green vaccine pass. And that's because uh, the the uh, uh, green agenda, the, 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 the communist agenda for... Uh, um, uh, the environment, the environmental agenda is coming on the heels of this. That's why I call it a green pass uh, is because you got to prove that you're vaccinated and your carbon credits are all in line too, or else you're not going to be able to buy, a, buy yourself. So how is it that, that Israel's the source of the scamdemic, and yet Israeli citizens are being told exactly what the Vatican citizens are being told? You know Vatican was a sovereign city state. You will be vaccinated. You will be boosted up to three times, and we'll tell you whether or not that's enough for boosters. Well, Johnny, so, we in, in concerning that isn't wasn't Italy one of the big places that we're talking about all the people? I was pulling up some of these issues that we had with um, with priests, you know, that we've we've uh, we've reported on and such, and some of that was we saw all kinds of priests who were killed in the midst of this. Uh, and and I'll, I'll say I'll use the term killed because I don't think it was some sort of natural thing that took place here. But uh, but, yeah, we saw Italy was one of was one of the big hot spots right when all this started. And of course, we got the Q people who are buying into, oh, the Vatican's being taken down and, oh, you know, all the pedophiles. And they're they're waiting with their popcorn to watch the movie and they're being deceived into that. When it seems like the Vatican has its tentacles into all the people that they're waiting on to save them. Home run, brother, home run. There's the reason why this Wuhan virus started in Wuhan and went to Italy. (laughs) Okay, that's the origin of it. And and, and you guys are tracking. You guys are doing a phenomenal job. 
uh, you and the team and Bradley, uh, you're, you're on it. This, this has nothing to do with any boogie virus. You've, you've got great sources like uh, Andy Kaufman and Tom Cowan uh, explaining that real health care has nothing to do with the medical industry. That's right. And that it's actually been a massive psyop. Look up a Jesuit by the name of Athanasius Kircher. He is the real godfather and grandfather of germ theory, not French Roman Catholic Louis Pasteur, who was an absolute and utter fraud. The game that they play, Tim, is that whenever you have to rely upon an expert, you're, you're going down. You're getting abused. You're going to get used and abused. It's just that simple. And we know that. We know this from Scripture. Paul told us in Thessalonians, John told us in his letter, test the spirits. You make mistakes. You, an audience, good Christians, you make the mistake because it's human nature. And I spent the past three days stupidly focusing on Donald Trump because you guys are, I love you guys for being frustrated with good Christians who want to punt their responsibility and say, Donald Trump's going to save the day. Somebody else is going to save the day. Do you know that's a KGB psychological operation, propaganda operation? It's called Operation Trust. It was used. It was used. It was a it was a, a, a Bolshevik kind of uh, a deal that was done before. It's been done before. Help to ensure it's not actually. You're right. You're right. It goes beyond the KGB. Earlier than the KGB, the Soviet secret police uh, helped helped put the October Revolution into place. Uh, ultimately, the Jesuits, because there was a Jesuit superior general named Vladimir uh, Letikowski that was running it, helped put that in place. Uh, Operation Trust, go back to sleep. There's, there's, nothing, there's nothing to see here. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to be exercised at all. You don't have to be energized at all. And anyone who loves Jesus Christ and his righteousness will immediately see a problem with that. Um, let me go ahead and back up and cover this a little bit because I, I love you guys for, for, for being uh, frustrated with this and, and completely resonate with you. Uh, my notes, let's see. It is, it is fear and flawed human nature. Fear has nothing to do with being a Christian. Flawed human nature that says, don't address this. That's not what Christians are told. Uh, let's see here. Christians say, yeah, God will take care of it. The Christian was like, God will take care of it. I don't need to do it. This, this is Ephesians 6. I don't have to do anything but pray. I'll just sit here and pray. No, no, that it starts with prayer, and then it ends with action. What was Christ's response in Matthew 4 and Luke 4? When he was tempted by the, the devil, he was brought up to the pinnacle of the temple. And uh, the adversary said, hey, throw yourself down. Doesn't it say in scripture that an angel will come? You won't even have to stub your toe. And what was Christ's response? It also says, don't tempt the Lord. He, he references Deuteronomy 6.16. When the Lord tells the children of Israel, when you come into the promised land, you get fat and lazy. You will not test the Lord as you did in, in Massa and Rephidim. It's Exodus 17. When you lacked water to drink and you grumbled against me and against my servant Moses. And this is why we're to teach our children. We, we harp on this Deuteronomy 6. We're to teach them these things because he says, for when you come to the land, I give you the houses you didn't build, the vineyards you planted so that you don't forget me. Because boy, when we get when we get fat, dumb, and happy, as I, I like to call it, then we tend to forget God. We think we've, we've done it with our own hands, and we forget that he's the one who provided those things for us. Tim, what was the, uh, the punishment of the servant who buried the master's talent? Matthew 25, 26, 
What did Christ say? Cast the unprofitable yep. servant into the outer darkness where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Philippians 2.12, where, where Paul says, in obedience, in, in obedience to Christ, work out your salvation in fear and trembling. Yep. If you're sitting on your behind, on your six, as we say in the military, and you're not living, and by the way, this includes people that, I, I say one of the best crimes to have occurred from the scandemic were these viral tyrants kicking people out of churches and schools. Best thing that ever happened. Best thing that ever happened. Yeah, there's a, it, there's a silver lining to all this. There really is. It forced people to go home and train their own kids the way they should have been trained and to learn themselves their own faith, Amen. to live their faith as they were destined to do it, as the original Christians did. They didn't have many pilgrimages. They didn't put Jesus into a cubby hole for all week and then take him out of the cubby hole for an hour on Sunday morning and then put him back and go back to their lives for a week. They lived their relationship. And by the way, that's the only thing that saves. The only thing that saves is a living intimate, vibrant relationship with Jesus Christ. Amen. You, you can be helped by someone. You can be helped by a shepherd, by a pastor, but in no way were you ever meant to go through a liturgy, to go through ritual and rote, okay? Isaiah says that this, this sickens God when you, when you uh, love him with memorization. It needs to be alive and vibrant or your soul won't be alive. Well, what, what does Paul promise? He says that uh, the Lord's going to come with his angels and, and fiery vengeance, uh, or exercising vengeance on those who don't not believe the gospel, even though that's a part. Obey the gospel. That's the issue. So there is there's, there's something that transcends just us knowing something in our heads and saying we believe it with our mouths. It comes from our heart, and therefore we act as though as, as though we speak. Amen. I, I have some some scriptures I put aside that relate to, if this will come up, relate to this concept of I don't need to do anything. Uh, I'll, I'll just I'll just sit here and curl up and pray and, and and wait for Scotty to beam me up in a pre-tribulation rapture that came from a Jesuit. In in the um, oh my goodness the um, the Hebrew Bible. Let me see the the, uh, the the Jewish Orthodox Bible. I love the interpretation, the Jewish interpretation of this Leviticus nineteen sixteen. You will not stand idly by while your neighbor's blood is shed. You're Amen. not going to get that in a in a typical um, English modern Bible. Leviticus nineteen sixteen. How about the story of of Jehu and in Second uh, Kings? Jehu was anointed by Elisha, the successor of Elijah, to uh, end the wicked house of Ahab and, and Jezebel. Second Kings 9, 22-24, now it happened when Jeroham saw Jehu and he said, is it peace, Jehu? And he answered, what peace is there as long as the harlotries of your mother Jezebel with her witchcraft are so many? There's a reason why that language matches the language of Revelation 17. Then Jeroham turned around and fled and said to Ahaziah, Ahaz Ahaziah, treachery, Ahaziah, treachery. 
Okay, why is it treachery? Because the wrong people were in power. And then Jehu drew his bow and the arrow pierced all the way through the back to uh, Joram. Psalm 82, four, rescue the weak and needy people. Help them escape the power of the wicked. One of my all-time favorites, Psalm 97.10. Hate evil, you who love the Lord. Oh, you're not supposed to hate. Just preach the love of Jesus. How do you preach the love of Jesus and suffer through unrighteousness? You can't. And abortion. You can't. Mandatory, mandatory vaccines. The, the, the child trafficking. How do, you, how do you just love Jesus? Oh, don't judge. Is, it, is that what it says? Where are you quoting from, by the way? It's my all-time favorite to be aggravated over. You have no idea you're talking about Matthew chapter 7, and, he's, and, and Christ is saying, don't be a hypocrite. That's he's right. He's not saying judge. It's the same Christ who said judge with a righteous, righteous judgment. judgment. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, Psalm 144.1, praise the Lord who is my rock, who trains my hands for war, my fingers for battle. Again, I'm getting tingles on my arm. Proverbs 8.13, the fear of the Lord is to hate evil. Everybody knows Ecclesiastes is a time for peace and a time for war. Um, Daniel 7.18, the saints of the Most High. Daniel 7, love this. Daniel 7. Daniel 7. The vision in Daniel 7 of the beasts that confirmed Daniel's interpretation of Nebuchadnezzar's dream. (laughs) Brother, we could go on for days on all this, on what our audience, our Christian the body of Christ have, has been erased from them by Jesuits. The saints of the Most High shall take the kingdom. Amen. Possess the kingdom forever and ever. Amen. That J- sounds pretty active. I, I, I think so too, Johnny. Let me let me throw this in. Let's let's take a little turn because I, I, I you know I want to keep you uh, you know a minute or an hour. <laughs> over the show here. So everybody who's listening by Red State Talk Radio, go ahead and make your move. You know, you can still listen there. I don't want to take away from Red State, but make your move over to Big uh, Before It's News or, you know, and I got to tell you, it's in God's providence wherever the Before It's News, there's a lot of people who, you know, really push Donald Trump and all that stuff. <clears throat> we push the Christ. He's the one who is the who is the solution here. And he's given us the means to do what he said he would do. And, you know, we we talk about this all the time. It, some people don't get it. They're looking for the rapture, escape, you know, from the responsibility. Bradley was talking about this yesterday. And yet we're called to be those who disciple the nations, who occupy till he comes. We're to be more than conquerors through him who loved us. <clears throat> we are to have a hopeful future, not one of dread and of 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 being afraid, like you said, perfect love casts out fear. Well, do we perfectly love God? Or or at least are we going in that trajectory of loving God? If we do, then then it casts out fear. I mean, that's what John says. Let me let me see if we can stir this right here into what we're talking about because I titled today's show. <clears throat> have to look and see what I titled it. Uh the Vatican, Seed of Antichrist and Abominations of the Earth. And I just want to go back through some a little history. Maybe you can comment on this for the end of the show, at least by the radio, and we'll hold you over. Martin Luther, okay, he's the Lutherans came after him, and I, I often find that that people that come after the guy who took the stand aren't necessarily compelled the way the guys who took the stand were. Uh, but <clears throat> one of the things hey, can that I, can, can I say real quick? Yeah, go ahead. That Martin Luther, John Calvin. Um, none of these guys ever intended to create their own. That's right. That's right. They They were looking intended that. Yeah, that's from Satan. Yeah, they were looking to push. They were looking to push the biblical Christianity, the the true saving faith that had been once delivered for all of the saints, uh, as Jude says. 
Um, Luther proved by the revelations of Daniel, St. John, by the epistles of St. Peter, or excuse me, St. Paul, St. Peter, St. Jude, and the reign of Antichrist, or that the reign of Antichrist predicted and described in the Bible was the papacy. Okay, that comes from um, the history of Reformation of the 16th century by J.H. Merle, uh, Dobbins, I hope I pronounced that correctly. And then Martin Luther himself said, we here are of the conviction that the papacy is the seat of the true and real Antichrist. That's what he said. Then John Calvin, uh, and again, a lot of people hate John Calvin. I have no idea. Servetus, everybody takes that story out and they never read what happened there in that story and understood the background as to what was going on. Even the compassion that Calvin had himself for Servetus uh, of what other people were wickedly scheming that how they were going to kill him. Uh, Real quick, the fact that yep. Servetus escaped from prison and then lived with a Roman Catholic right. cardinal and then shot over to Geneva looking for John Calvin. Actually, it was John Calvin's enemies in Geneva that put him to the stake. And that's they, right. The papacy now blames Calvin. Calvin actually wrote a letter saying, don't burn this. That's guy. right. That's okay, right. The guy's nuts. He was purposefully stoking the flames. He was talking about he was being as obnoxious as possible. He was. They wound him up and set him. And it is on my cover. This in my second book, Secret History, completely set up by his enemies was was Jean Calvin completely set up. That's right. That's right. So so, so Calvin says. Some persons think us too severe and censorious when we uh, call the Roman pontiff Antichrist, but those who are of this opinion do not consider that they bring the same charge of presumption against Paul himself, All, uh, after whom we speak and whose language we adopt. I shall briefly show that Paul's words in 2 Thessalonians 2 are not capable of any other interpretation than that which applies to the papacy. Then let's go to the Scots. I, and I got to tell you, I, I told you on the phone. Um, this great book, which I've recommended to the audience before, uh, Fair Sunshine by Jacques Pervaise. Uh You want to fall in love with some with some Christian brothers of the past? Read that book. Uh, you will have such an affection for your Scottish Covenanter brothers. And they covenanted that they weren't going to follow the papacy. They weren't going to follow the Vatican. They were going to follow the Lord Jesus Christ. They weren't going to worship in the houses there that were set up by the Vatican uh, and by Rome. They were going to worship in the fields if that's what they did. Because as Jesus said, you're not going to worship in Jerusalem or here or there. You're going to worship God in spirit and truth because he desires those who worship him in spirit and truth. But uh, but to get back to uh, what I was reading there, this is John Knox. You know, he's the thunder, man. <laughs> I mean, he's the guy that people feared. Can you... Can you imagine a day like today, Johnny? Can you imagine a preacher that the political figures feared? They feared them. I don't see a lot of those guys. I see a lot of guys who are who are more fearful of the political figures and wanting to cozy up to them and buddy-buddy with them uh, instead of confront their sin and pray against them and pray even, in some cases, for their conversion and such. But John Knox, here's what he sought to counteract, quote, the tyranny which the Pope himself has for so many ages exercised over the church. Uh, and this comes from the Zurich letters by John Knox. Then we have Thomas Cramer, 
Um, he's one of the guys who was burned at the stake as well. Whereof it followeth Rome to be the seat of Antichrist and the Pope to be very Antichrist himself. I could prove the same by many of the scriptures, old writers and strong reasons. We've got Roger Williams, who's the first Baptist pastor in America. We've got the Westminster Confession, the uh, Confession of Faith. We've got the 1689 London Baptist. So this, this transcends, uh, denominations too. We even have, oh my goodness. Uh, Cotton Mather, John Wesley, all of, John Wesley. You know, I'm not necessarily a fan of John Wesley. He did some great things, but I, but our theology is obviously different. But even John Wesley acknowledges these things. We have tons of people in our history who've acknowledged the very things that you're talking about. And the question that I have that I want to pose to you, if you can get it in in two and a half minutes, and then we'll continue on after that. But if you can, if you can get it in, let's change that to two minutes. Um, how does Rome? produce all these abominations of the earth? How do they do this? And the people can still consider them looking at all this extravagance there. And the guy, the Pope's in what, 1100 room house. He's got servants. He's got the finest silk clothes, all this stuff. Nothing like the Lord Jesus who didn't have a place to lay his head. How do people, how do they buy into this, this kind of thing to where then the papacy ends up abusing him in such a fashion? Well, the uh, the Jesuit Pope is actually living in apartment 201 right now, has nothing to do with event 201 that occurred just a few months before the scandemic. Really, it's just a coincidence. Um, the Lord, the sovereign, sovereign Yahweh has allowed all of this to happen because the body of Christ is fat, dumb and happy and, and, and sitting on its six, as we said earlier, and refusing to passionately live its salvation out through Christ, to work out its salvation in fear and trembling. We're, we're being exercised. We're, we're, we're being allowed by the... Yahweh is allowing our adversary to push us into being active and to be outraged. Now, part of the problem, Tim, is we've allowed ourselves to be out of touch with the truth and our enemy has erased the truth Amen. from our from our vision our enemy runs historians journalists pulpits our enemy owns the pulpits owns the pulpits uh the pastors and preachers protestant have no the vast majority uh, probably have no idea they're teaching jesuit heresy the crimes of the great whore of Babylon are blood-curdling, and they go through to right now this instant. Anthony Fauci, how can you say Italian Roman Catholic, twice <laughs> Jesuit trained Anthony Fauci, and not say Jesuit? Johnny, real quick, real quick, we got 20 seconds here. Tell people where they can find out more about you, and you guys jump over to one of the platforms that we're on and catch the rest of this interview. You got 10 seconds, brother. You bet. Five books, five books, all on Amazon. Johnny Cerucci, go to johnnycerucci.com, J-O-H-N-N-Y-C-A-R-U-C-C-I.com. And I've been kicked off of YouTube, so I maintain an Odyssey channel. Okay. All right, Johnny, we appreciate you coming on this morning. We're going to look forward to more. I, we might take an hour here, folks. Uh, and I got about an hour that I can give. So we're going to do that. Catch Bradley at 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, sonsoflibertymedia.com. And Lord willing, we'll be back with you in the morning with Kate Shimrani, 8 a.m. Don't miss us. See you. Okay, all right, we're we're here and uh, want to welcome back uh, in, or welcome anybody coming over from Red State Talk Radio to this. And um, you know, Johnny, let's let's move into some of this issue uh, of what the papacy has done. I think the history is fascinating. Uh, this was 
Uh, this was years ago. And again, I don't recommend anybody, and I'm sure you wouldn't recommend that people listen to Dave Hunt when it comes to Reformed theology because he's terrible at it. It's funny that he will say that Reformation's overturned, but he'll attack the doctrines of the rest of Reformation. But this book is really good. I mean, it's really good about some of the stuff. And it's absolutely incredible. You know, you recommended to me to watch a film when we talked, uh, and I had it up here. There it is. Uh, called Spotlight. Now, this came out in, what, 2015 or something like that. This was dealing with the Roman Catholic Church's uh, cover-up of their priests molesting, raping little boys and girls. Uh, This came out of Boston. Now, we've covered some of these things. Look, I mean, uh, is that what we're talking about? Yeah. They're they're doing this. Uh, gave two hundred. The U.S. government gave two hundred million dollars to churches paying for child rape uh, child raping priests. We've talked about Pennsylvania. The DOJ opens probe into Roman Catholic priest sex abuse of more than a thousand children. This is not in a in a country. This was in uh, a particular state, Pennsylvania. Okay. Then we go to the purge of the sodomite priests would empty the parishes. That's true. It probably would. Uh, report, 100 priests in one city ran horrific pedophile ring and government looked the other way. And I think this is what you're saying is they're under the control of the guys who are doing the abusing. And then finally, the Vatican, as nuns denounce rampant sex abuse from priests. I mean, even the nuns are being abused by them. And where does this come from? I, I think you can probably speak to this. Where does this come from? Paul says in the last days there'll be those who come and they teach t- two things specifically he talks about, not to eat meat and then to abstain from marriage, right? And who does that? Well, Rome does that. Rome actually does both of those things. Can we get into some historical things of how Rome meets these criteria, as you put it before? Uh, let me pull up real quick the uh, the prediction uh, in Daniel chapter eleven for this evil figure that will not have a desire for women that also kind of fits into this. I don't know if you've seen this. This is a great article. Uh, Bill Barr and George H W Bush set up this uh, business of. Um, I put that out. fantastic really really well done we had a whole nother show i could do a whole nother show on bill barr and epstein and the bushes uh and trump our hero trump but great point leads right into this um the jews don't have this power the muslims don't have this power it is it is blood curdling the concept america's worst now this happens worldwide America's worst enemies could never dream of a system that serially violated the children, that systemically abused, sexually abused, sometimes tortured and murdered the children of your nation and got away with it and had the collusion of government authorities. Have you heard of someone named Kamala Harris? Yep. Do you know that when she was district attorney of San Francisco, she purposefully took uh, priest rape cases and swept them under the carpet and ignored them? Well, she's and a whore herself, so there's no there's no surprise there. Look, just because she became district attorney by sleeping with Mayor Willie Brown doesn't make her. Well, actually, it does. Um, she skyrocketed from there. United States, yep. not a Roman senator, United States senator. 
uh, on onto the, the vice presidency behind a drooling far left communist Catholic. All these key figures, it's taken the great harlot all this time before she could boldly emplace open Catholics in these positions of power. You've got just north of us, Justin Castro Trudeau, the far left pro-abortion sexual deviant communist Catholic prime minister of Canada, son of Pierre Trudeau, the far left pro-abortion sexual deviant communist Catholic uh, Prime Minister of Tell us what you yeah. really think there, Johnny. Uh, yeah, no, I'm sorry. I, I, I'm I'm pulling my punches. You, you've got uh, Andrew Kumo, the ex. Oh, we got Andrew Kumo. He's never going to win. Where is he? He's he's laughing in his mansion right now. You didn't get. Uh, let, let's let's go after the Anthony Fauci. Let's Rand Paul wants to do away with his position. Are you kidding me? He's been there for like 50 years. And your solution is that that's justice. Do you know what Fauci has done to rape and murder and use use orphans as as fodder for these vaccine experiments, torture orphans to make orphans uh, drink their own refuse as part of it and and, uh, um, torture, uh, use taxpayer money to do this? Torture to death uh, puppies? Are you kidding me? And when they scream too loud, you cut their vocal cords? Taxpayer money? This monster go all the way back to the AIDS scam that fed into this, that, that, that laid the foundation for him to be a monster that conducts these false flags and psychological operations. No other entity in, the, in human existence gets away with this that, than the way the whore of Babylon does. Now, I... Um, love you guys. You are spot on on this concept of. I, I hate the word separation of church and state because they don't exist. They were that's fabricated right. that's by right. the Supreme Court. Yep. They, there's truth in them because if you listen to William Tyndale, who in his translation, his English translation of the Bible, that Henry VIII and. Um, uh, his uh, his his counselor, not Woolsey. Let me let, while you're looking that up. Let me let me cite my correction. Thank you, Carol Ann. Yeah, there are some people who who do fear them. Uh, obviously, Bradley because they're sending black helicopters everywhere he goes. Um, and Pastor Artur Pulowski, uh up in Canada. I mean, they're scared to death that that guy is going to uh, get the people. I mean, he's already got the people behind him. And I think he's done it by the word of God. He's saying this. We, Boy, I, I, Johnny, I don't know if you've seen Pastor Art on the morning show or the afternoon show. You just, All you got to do is say, here's Pastor Art. Take it away. And and this guy is is so consumed by the spirit of God. And, and not just be in the words he says and the life he lives, but the persecution has made it the flame grow grow hotter. And I can see why they want to shut him up, because God is using him in such a way to awaken a ton of people there in his beloved uh, Canada. If Arthur had any idea of the crimes, and, and, and this, is, this is actually uh, tragic in and of itself, and, and hopefully we can get this to him, get this information. Poland is now like 98% identifying as Roman Catholic. If Arthur had any idea of the role of his own history, of, of what the Jesuits, how the Jesuits have erased themselves 
from his acknowledgement, from his, his knowledge in, in the background that we had any idea the pre-tribulation rapture that puts us all to sleep. Hey, don't worry about it. You don't have to do anything. Scotty's going to beam you up and Jesus is coming back and he's going to do it all, which is tempting God, as we talked about earlier. Pre-tribulation rapture was fabricated by a Jesuit priest named Manuel de la Cunza, who himself masqueraded as a Jew named um, Juan Yehoshaphat ben Ezra in writing <laughs> the book, the coming, the, the, the coming of Messiah and Glory and Majesty. Completely fabricated. This was picked up by occultist Margaret MacDonald, who drew on Lacunza, and then she handed this to John Nelson Darby, and then, uh, you know, this, this brings up then the Schofield. Bible. You bet. Praetorism, the idea that hey, all prophecy is already fulfilled. You don't have to look to the future. It's, it's already there. This was fabricated by a Jesuit in 1604 named Luis del Cazar. Futurism, the idea that we have no idea who the Antichrist is going to be. He's going to pop out of nowhere. He's going to uh, create a uh, compact. This is, this is from an erroneous interpretation of Daniel chapter 9. Yep, we've covered that. With Israel... And then three and a half years, he's going to break the covenant. No, the Messiah breaks the covenant because Israel broke the covenant. Come on, the preach. Messiah puts the covenant. The Messiah destroys the covenant with his own blood. Well, he sets up a new. He sets up a new covenant because Jesus does that in the midst of the final week. He's th- three and a half years into his ministry, and he takes. He takes. He literally takes the cup of the Lord's table that he's he's setting up now after the Passover. And he says, this is the cup of the new covenant in my blood, which is shed for many. And when he went to the cross, listen, we've covered this in in the Daniel 70 weeks. I think that's the linchpin of destroying dispensationalism and futurism and all that other is to say it's Jesus who put an end to sacrifice. Read the book of Hebrews. He's telling you, if you go back to that stuff, you're the synagogue of Satan. There is no sacrifice for sin if you're going to go back to these old things. The substance is the Christ, and I think that's that is the the point that we want to drive here. Is while the papacy has their masses, which they they continually offer Christ, but the Bible says He offered Himself once for sin and sat down. Interesting, because there's no chairs in the temple or the tabernacle. His work was complete. He was. It was tele to telestai. It was finished. It was paid in full. The books are balanced. I'm I'm done with my work. And yet the papacy says, No, 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 we gotta do something for you. And even in their position of salvation, they say it has to be synergistic. You, the dead sinner, has to somehow do something in order to work with the the Spirit of God. To make yourself born again, which is goofy, and the scriptures refute all of that, it is the work of God, period. And men respond to that as the Spirit of God works in them. Sorry, I didn't mean to get off on that that particular thing, but that is the that is the difference between Protest, real Protestantism and the Roman Catholic Church, is that it is a work of God in us that brings us to him and reconciles him, us to him through Jesus Christ. Whereas Rome says, no, 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 you need us. You need the priest. You need the confession. You need this, that, and the other. You need to go on these pilgrimages. You need to you know, see these relics. You need to do all this stuff. You need to sell all the Hail Marys. Uh, and if you, if you mess up one time, you might die in that place and lose grace and 
go to purgatory, go to hell. And then somebody's got to pay. They got to bribe God as though God can be bribed to get you out of there. So all of these things kind of come together. And I think some people understand that part, Johnny, but they don't understand the 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 utter depravity, the the reprobateness, if that's a word I can use, that that Rome has fallen into uh, sexually. And, and John Owen is one who says that when we go down that road of sexual perversion, when we start deviating from what God is, that is our steps toward apostasy. And boy, Rome has been involved in that big time. Have have members of the audience, are they even familiar with Fox's Book of Martyrs? Do you know? I'm not many- sure, but I'm pretty sh- I, I, I'm pretty I'm not totally sure, but I'm I'm pretty sure. You know, we made mention of it on the air before. How many Christians were tortured to death, burned alive, had their arms ripped out of their sockets, were split in two, had their intestines pulled out over transubstantiation? All they had to do was say the host becomes the literal flesh of Jesus Christ in complete uh, um, uh, uh, contradiction to John chapter six, where Christ says, uh, I'm I'm, I'm not a physical door. I'm not I'm I'm, I'm giving you types because you, you only those who are saved will understand this with eyes to see and ears to hear. How many Christians were were tortured to death? over the Catholic right of transubstantiation. The, the idea of indulgences were what created the reformation of Christianity in Augustinian monk Martin Luther, who saw that the Medici Pope, uh, Giovanni de Medici, Leo number 10, who had run out of orgy money, and was sending his attack dogs at that time, the Dominicans, like Johann uh, Tetzel, who who was going around and um, bilking good Germans out of months' wages over this satanic deception. Hey, you lost your little boy, your little girl, because you're living in squalor because Catholic elites force you to live in towns where your refuse comes through the city streets, and that's the real origin of these so-called viruses and plagues, is you have to live in filth and squalor while the, the, the Catholic elites li- live and, and, and literally eat off the backs of the peasantry. Hey, you lost your little boy, your little girl, because they died of, of illness, that all you needed was fresh water and fresh food. Uh, well, they've gone to purgatory, and our Medici Pope, if he wants to, can pray them out of purgatory where they're suffering and, and, and could go to hell eventually. So give us three months' wages, and I'll give you a receipt, and I'll stamp it, assuring you that the Medici Pope, in the middle of this, by the way, when, when um, Giovanni de' Medici was, uh, went to his ceremony, the culmination of the ceremony were were naked little boys jumping out of desserts. Okay, just to give you an idea, he was so overwhelmed with um, uh, illness and disease from his own perverse practices, he couldn't get up from his bed. Okay, this is the Pope, right? The Vicar of Christ. Um, look up a, 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 a Rodrigo de Borgia. <laughs> look up Rodrigo de Borgia, Alexander the Sixth, the guy who had sex 
Donald Trump style with his own daughter, Lucrezia, and she took the blame in history as this evil poisoning, poisoning monster when it was actually her father, the Pope, and her brother, Cesare, a cardinal, who were abusing her. And she was just a victim of it all. But this is, this is Rome. This is, oh, and indulgences, okay? This is why Martin Luther broke with the Vatican because he was enraged that they, the good, good Christians had no idea what the truth was because it was forbidden to them. It was only in Latin and could only be read by the clergy. We, we have no idea the blessings of the Word of God available to us. It's still been masked in, in a lot of um, flaws and, 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 and purposeful mistranslations, but at least it's available to us. Not very long ago, 500 years ago, whole families were burned alive because, um, and this is right out of Fox's Book of Martyrs, a little girl was caught reciting um, Matthew chapter 6 and, and Christ's explanation of what it's like to pray, which by now Christ says, do not meaningless, mean, meaninglessly repeat That's as right. the heathen do. Yep. And then we have the, the most repeated memorized prayer. He's yeah, praying the rosary, line. yeah. Right. He's giving you an outline of, of, of how to pray. A little girl who who's, who's recites this out of memory, and a, and a Catholic priest caught her doing that and burned the entire family alive. We have no idea. We have no idea what it's like. Thomas More, the Thomas More Law Society, Thomas More burned alive William Tyndale. Thomas More betrayed right. William Tyndale yep. and had him brought back to Henry VIII, the great Catholic, before he became an Anglican and created his own Catholic uh, uh, religion because he, he needed to have a son, who betrayed William Tyndale. William Tyndale, what, what a man of God. William Tyndale, in his English translation, refused to translate the word ecclesia as church. Yeah, amen. Because that... it, it implied an organization. Yep. It implied a priesthood. Yep. It implied a hierarchy, and he refused to write that. He wrote congregation and he used other words instead. And, and, and we would, you know what? We would be spared a lot of the heresies and things that are just completely unbiblical had that word church been translated properly because everybody thinks, well, the church just came into existence uh, after Christ. No, 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 no. You don't read Acts chapter seven and get that kind of idea because Stephen says there was a church in the where? In the wilderness. There was a, there, there was an assembly of the people of God in the wilderness. There always has been. And so, uh, you know, I, yeah, I totally agree with you. Uh, somebody asked in the chat and, um, <clears throat> I don't know his name. I want to say it's David, but Gina Sutt, he says, um, can you explain the Eucharist miracles down through history? And I would say they're lying signs and wonders. Um, I've seen, you know, some of this stuff that, that comes out of the Roman Catholic areas in different countries, which is which is an interesting thing of itself, because wherever Rome goes in, it sort of absorbs the religion of that area uh, in order to camouflage itself and still call it Christ and say, everybody's okay. All roads lead to Rome, right? That's kind of where the thing is. Do you want to tackle that one just a little bit? Can you explain uh, some of these Eucharist miracles? I guess some of it would have to do with the uh, stigmata and some of the other things that have taken place. Some of the visions people have seen of, quote, the Virgin Mary. It's not the Virgin Mary. It's obviously demonic. Do you want to take a stab at that? Yeah, they control our reality. If they control our reality, you can fabricate a miracle, whatever. you Have you heard of Fatima? 
the three little children in Fatima that had this vision yep. completely fabricated, completely fabricated. They are experts, expert liars as their master Satan is liars and murderers. That's what the Jesuits in their oath. They are given permission to lie, cheat, steal, fornicate, sodomize, whatever they need to do for the perpetuation of their order and supposedly ends loyalty to the Pope. Eucharist miracles, your, your reality has been given to you. If you can't verify it for yourself, it didn't happen. When you have to go get tested by a doctor to tell you you're sick, a doctor, you know what doctor, doctor comes from the Latin, docere is someone who gives propaganda, someone who indoctrinates. It's nothing to do with Isn't that interesting? You don't need to be tested. Your body will tell you if you're sick. You've been tested and the doctor tells you you have this, this disease and you go to the doctor and the doctor kills you. Where are all these deaths? If this were actual plague, would you not be dropping dead right there? And if you're the people in the streets, planes falling out of the skies, where are these people dying? They're dying in the hands of the one supposedly healing them. That's right. In the hospitals. They're being murdered. You've got Brian Artis. Brian Artis will tell you it's the Jesuits. Now, he still believes in germ theory, but he, he will tell you outright. He's fantastic on the process of murder. The doctors are committing themselves. Eucharist miracles, my goodness, you're being lied to. Great example, a Jesuit by the name of Pierre Teilhard de Chardin, the godfather of the new age. Where is all this humanism? You know what humanism was in the, in the time of Desiderius Erasmus? Humanism was a revolt against the papacy. It was this concept that, you know what? We don't live off the whims of a human being. We live off a higher standard like the word of God. The Jesuits completely took it over, turned it into secular humanism, turned it into basically Satanism today. Complete, complete inversion. They've taken it over. Jean Calvin was a humanist. There was something greater than the whims of the Pope. That's what it was 500 years ago. Been completely subverted. That's why we don't follow personalities and we don't follow movements. We follow Jesus Christ and the word of Amen. God Amen. to the best of our ability. We have to be our own students. Love Christ with all your heart, your mind, your soul, and your spirit, and he will show you how you've been lied to. And that's really the bottom line. I've been through so many uh, uh, rabbit holes. Damn, I've, I've lost my way. What, um, no, that's that's fine. I, one of the things I wanted to get to was some of the stuff. And by the way, Jennifer, I think... I accidentally. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I, I remember. Uh, okay, I remember. hang, hang on a second. I, hey, hold that thought, Jennifer. I apologize. I accidentally hit a block on you, and I didn't mean to. I meant to respond to you, and of course, my thing here did something. So, if you're still listening, it's my fault. I'm going to try to fix it, but Facebook has changed all their stuff, so I can't even find where I, where the block people are. It's just ridiculous. Sorry about that, Johnny. Go ahead. Yeah. No. Uh, uh, I I wouldn't know because I've been deleted from Facebook, and Facebook <laughs> uses. Facebook uses eavesdropping technology to follow my devices and forbid me from creating new accounts. How about that? Not only have I been deleted from Facebook, I'm not allowed to create a new account. Talk about vicious censorship. Uh, Pierre Teilhard de Chardin is where I dropped off and Eucharist miracles. Your reality, once again, folks, you've got a beloved brothers and sisters in Christ. If you don't do it yourself, you cannot trust it. You have got to be 
your own. And I'm sorry to tell you this. You don't want to hear this, but it's the truth. You've got to be your own pastor, your own healer, your own journalist, your own historian. You've got to do this for yourself. Pierre Teilhard de Chardin, the godfather of the new age, who was also an archaeologist. Okay. When Darwin, who was a puppet of the Jesuits from his Freemasonic family, they gave him plausible deniability. They love to use people who are not overtly connected to Rome. Freemasonry is uh, uh, fraudulent Protestants who work for the Vatican. Uh, this concept, this ridiculous concept of evolution, and in this fabrication called the fossil record, it was being admitted that there was a gap between apes and human beings. Who came to the rescue? A Jesuit priest by the name of Pierre Teilhard de Chardin, who created a hoax called Piltdown Man. And he, he, he used... Uh, the weathering techniques known to the Jesuits when they create their their artifacts to be hey how many how many arms of Ignatius Loyola are there how many arms of Teresa Teresa of Avila also known as Thanos the glove of Thanos look up the glove of Thanos isn't it's that interesting that, it, yeah. it's the glove that holds Teresa of Avila yeah that's the, all that Marvel movie is about that that's interesting Disney, very interesting right? D- D- Disney. Uh, um, at the um, the priest. Oh my goodness! It is o- O'Donovan, the priest that gave the invocation, the Jesuit that gave the invocation for for Biden, was actually running. Actually, ran Disney. A Jesuit ran Disney from like for for ten years. Okay, did y'all know that? Oh uh, my goodness! His what is his name again? Yeah, now now we've got the heiress of Disney coming out and attacking what she calls as the right that's run amok, whatever that is. I, I don't even I'm like you. I don't like the right and left. I'm trying to think of terms. They're the lawful and the lawless that you fall into one of two categories, just like there is no there's not these variety of races that comes on. Everybody's just got a shade of the same skin color. That it, That's really what we are. OK, shade of sin. But we're all from one blood. Um, the Bible says that, that God created us from one blood. But yet the fact of the matter is, is that there's this there's this push to drive in this sexual deviancy to our kids. I mean, you know, it's one thing if you're a sexual deviant with an adult. OK, we have ways of dealing with you, too. It's another thing when you prey on the kids. And I saw a video, or not a video, a meme this morning. I wish I could show it because I'd have to pull it up again. It was in our Telegram group. Mickey Mouse with a millstone tied around his neck going in the sea with a shark coming toward him. That's what needs to happen. I make no bones about it. That's what God says needs to happen. Jesus said it with his own words. Gentle, loving Jesus that everybody wants to portray him as. And he is gentle and he is loving. There's no question. But he says, if you're going to cause one of the little ones to stumble... Be best if, and I'm against suicide. I think the Bible's against it, but he says it'd be best if you just went and did that so that you're not harming them. And yet these people have no shame in doing it and going after the people who are calling them out for their crimes, Johnny. And I tell you, you know, we see a lot that came out of the Reformation where even our Reformed fathers, they took that and they started, you know, putting those things in 
that had happened and they were dealing they were dealing with those who were evil in their culture. We had that in America. Our laws, I mean South Carolina law, if you were engaged in sodomy, dude, you you got a dirt nap. That's what you got. And you don't see you don't hear hiding or hair of that. You don't even see anybody being arrested for it. That's the thing that gets me. It's as though it's become normal since the 80s when they made the sodomites out to be the victims somehow, uh, instead of saying, wait a minute, the law of God says this, and this is what should be done to you because we can't let, the, as uh, as Bradley says, it becomes a mercy to those who are not engaged in that by doing away with those people and saying, we're not going to have that kind of behavior here. Here's what I, I want our audience to remember. Here's what I want them to know and understand is that even within the homosexual community, we have victims. We have to know which head of the Hydra won't grow back when we cut it off. This is a military operation tent. If you want to stop them from preying upon our children, you have to go to the source. There are many, many people who practice homosexuality because they themselves were violated as children. Okay? Yep, I know there's a lot of that. Yep. It is. No, I'm telling you out of of my, I spent, how long did I spend to write Eaters of Children, my third book? You know what I found? The number of people who ran from their abuse, they they were violated, usually starts with the family and then goes to a priest, and then goes to a politician, how they were trafficked into a system, and how they attempt to escape that by creating multiple personalities, by relying upon their own gender for compassion and empathy because they got it nowhere else. There are many people in the homosexual community who, who need empathy and compassion. We need the monsters behind it. The, the number of militant, um, you know what? The militant homosexual community is exactly the same as the Islamist jihadist community. That's right. Uh, a guy by the name of Glenn Greenwald, who himself is homosexual and Jewish, yep. has a great saying that whenever the FBI de- breaks up a domestic pe- terror ring of three people, you'll find two people on the FBI payroll, and the third one is usually an idiot. That's the truth. There would be no jihad if it weren't for the Catholics in Action League of the CIA. There'd be no jihad. It is, it is a Roman agenda. Who has cut off more Christian heads than anybody else? Read Fox's Book of Martyrs. Ain't, ain't jihad. Ain't Muslims. That's right. That's recent. That's a recent psyop to distract you. As the same with Jerusalem. There's no such thing as Jerusalem. There's no Zionism. Have you read Galatians 3 and 4? Do you understand that that Zionism is blasphemy? Yeah, it absolutely is. Dispensationalism. Dispensationalism is blasphemy. Without the Son of God, without Christ Jesus, you are nothing. There are no promises to Jews that go, the clock stops here and goes to the the church and then starts here and goes to the Jews. Without Christ, you're nothing. The wall of separation, the curtain was ripped in two. There is no priesthood. There is no Judaism. It's dead. It's gone. It was fabricated by Rome as a distraction. Because if you weren't looking to Jerusalem, you'd have to look to Rome. 
Okay. Somebody uh, ought to somebody ought to say amen. Is there anybody amen. in the chat to say amen? There you go, Sean. You've got one. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Uh, we follow the Christ. We don't follow. Uh, you know, even though I'm a part of a particular church, we don't follow the denomination. My pastor will tell you I'm constantly questioning him about things. I love my pastor because he doesn't browbeat me over that. He tries to say, okay, here's some here's some answers to what we got. Here's some conversation where we got. But in the end, it's we're following the Christ. We're not following men. We're not following traditions. We're not following uh, even confessions. Some of the look, the confessions are written by men. They're they're trying to express what they understand about Scripture, and we appreciate that because we don't we don't grow from ourselves. We stand on the shoulders of those who came before us, who saw certain things, and they were men. God gave them light to see those things for what they needed to see. And then God gives us more light, I think, in certain areas than maybe even they had. And so the church continues to grow on the shoulders, on the backs of those who came before us. This is why I have such a hard time when some people want to blast some of the church fathers because, well, they got this wrong over here. Okay, yeah, but the more important thing was this at the time. And you know what? God is dealing with what you're talking about there. He dealt with that a hundred years ago, or he dealt with this. He's, 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 he's showing himself through his church, which is the pillar of truth. We're the guardians of the truth, the real truth, not the Roman version of it. And we're to be those who express that to people so they can know the same God that we know by virtue of the death, the work, uh, the life and the death and the resurrection and the ascension which is a very important doctrine, too, of his son, the Lord Jesus. That's why we follow the Christ and we don't follow personalities. I love the example of Martin Luther. Listen, I'm, I'm Italian and a soldier. I have problems with my language. If you go to my Odyssey channel, I, I apologize to, to Christians. Uh, I, I will vent sometimes and, and I'll use some coarse language. And Luther did, too. I'm not excusing myself. No, he did. Human. He absolutely We're, did. We're, we're, we're human beings, okay? We don't follow personalities. We follow the Christ, and we follow his word. But Christ first, you have to have a passion. You have to be 100-fold. Don't be 60-fold. Don't be 30-fold. You have to return the, the, the passion that Christ tortured to death out of love for you. Tortured to death. Who is it in Daniel chapter 9? The people that put the Messiah to death, not of him, not of himself, not for his own sins. He was made sin for us who knew no sin, took our sins upon him. What people put him to death? He allowed this people. It was the Jews who went to who? The Romans. The Romans, yep. It was the Roman authority. That is the mirror of right now. Jews supposedly in charge, have to go with their yarmulkes in hand to Pontius Pilate to beg to do anything. Okay, that's what's going on right now. Fauci, the, the, the name and the face. Oh, Donald Trump's going to go after. Donald Trump had, a, had harsh words. Rand Paul had harsh words. Are you kidding me? He's a governing. He's your employee. If Donald Trump didn't like Anthony Fauci, he'd fire him. That's right. You know, the, guy, the guy has been in, at, at Health and Human Services uh, uh, NIH for decades. He's been in. He's in- been murdering. He's a serial murderer with all his stuff. Yeah, there's no question about that. That's exactly he's right. He's an animal, and he's a he's he's a Jesuit of the short robe. He's not been collared himself, but he works for the Jesuits. 
Well, it goes back to AIDS. There's no such thing as AIDS, folks. There's no such thing. This is shocking, okay? I know you've almost never heard this. There's no such thing as HIV, human immunodeficiency viruses. Do you know what AIDS was? AIDS was an opportunity for the sexual deviants and perverts in Rome to mass murder sexual deviants in, in a sort of projection of themselves. Yeah, and make them and make them the victim. That's what I was talking about yes. before, because it became a national thing with Reagan. He was the one who began to push that. This was made the announcement that HIV was the cause of AIDS was was made by Protestant patriot Ronald Reagan, Secretary for Health and Human Services, a woman by the name of Mary Margaret Heckler whose maiden name was Mary Margaret O'Shaughnessy. What was her, her qualification to become the Secretary of Health and Human Services? She was trained in law by the Jesuits at Boston College and was a devout Roman Catholic and politician. Knew nothing about health, but that's okay. That's what Protestant patriot uh, uh, Ronald Reagan did, put her in charge. She made an announcement with a virologist standing next to her. An Italian Roman Catholic Knight of Malta by the name of Robert Gallo. What were what was the scientific foundation for his announcement? And what was the announcement? The announcement was, well, we were looking for a virus that caused cancer and didn't find it. But we were excited to see that the virus caused uh, AIDS instead. Yay. What's the scientific paper that proved that the research, the experiments? There was not. It was just an announcement without any reference whatsoever. This was a complete and total fabrication. What was going on in the background? You had um, a subset in the homosexual community, particularly in New York City, but also in San Francisco. San Francisco dominated by the University of San Francisco, a public-sounding college that is actually a Jesuit school. By the way, this is where Kamala Harris studied uh, her bar for her bar degree with the Jesuits at the library there in University of San Francisco. Oh, the president of the University of San Francisco, uh, Stephen Privet, was a cl- is a close friend of Nancy Pelosi, a far left pro-abortion, vicious pro-abortion Italian Roman Catholic. But I digress. AIDS. What was AIDS actually? AIDS was this uh, subculture in the homosexual community of just reveling in. Granted encouraged, encouraged by outside forces, revel in what you think your sexual propensities are. No limits, no limits. Get together in groups in a, um, in a ghetto in New York City, um, drink, do cocaine, smoke, take drugs. Um, you can preempt venereal disease with uh, injections to protect you from hepatitis, injections that were created uh, by torturing orphans, and for instance, in Willowbrook, also in New York. So upstate in, Will- upstate in New York, in Willowbrook, Catholic priests and Catholic scientists were torturing orphans to death to create this hepatitis C vaccine that really had nothing to do with hepatitis C to go down to New York City to inject into homosexuals 
who were doing weekends of orgies without sleep, um, penicillin, which really is just a total psyop in relation to health, and they were destroying themselves, having no exaggeration, 25 partners in, in a yeah. single weekend. Yeah. That is what, oh, and by the way, the worst of it was amyl nitrate. Amyl nitrate, which is called uh, poppers because they give it to you in little vials and the vials uh, pop when they, when they, because they're, they're under pressure. Taking this amyl nitrate uh, in, in an effort to increase their, their pleasure in, in these, um, these connections and orgies and so forth. And then they'd show up to their doctor a week later and their health was destroyed. By the way, no such thing as an immune system. Your body is not at war with its environment unless you're talking about poisons and toxins. No such thing as an immune system. Your body regulates your health. And their, their health was being destroyed by these practices. Common sense. Common sense. Stop taking cocaine and amyl nitrate and filling yourself with penicillin and hepatitis vaccines and having 25 uh, sex partners uh, homosexual sex partners in a weekend. Stop doing all that. And you'd be amazed how your health clears up. But you know what they did? They had a PSYOP. They created a new virus. Yeah. Out of whole cloth. When they, as an, op- as yeah. an opportunity, Tim, to mass murder these people. Yep. What is it that kills AIDS patients? The cure. It, yep. It's the cure. AZT. AZT. Who yep. Pro- who promoted AZT? Anthony, Anthony Fauci. Fauci. Yep. Anthony Fauci promotes AZT. What was AZT? AZT is chemotherapy. We spent a whole other show on 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 cancer and chemotherapy. AZT you know, Johnny. Was so Johnny, let, let me give you a word of encouragement here because you're 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 dumping out a lot of stuff. Um, out of D Live, we got. I feel like I'm going down the rabbit hole with a jetpack on my back. Uh, Lori says over on Rumble, I love when a new person, she calls them new, um, comes in not aware of specific mes- messages that Tim and Bradley share, basically confirming what they've shared, reinforcing the message. And I do too. I do too. I, I consider truth. I consider Johnny a brother. Um, and and he is a. See, here's part of the problem. We don't know history. We haven't been taught history. And, and there's a reason for that. It is to keep us in our ignorance. This is why I've said so often, you go to Psalm 78, you find that God says that we're to teach our children these things, to remind them of the wonderful works of God, of what he's done in the past. Not just what he did that we read in Egypt, you know, we brought his people out, but also what he's done in our lives. So that it's not just something in the past. Oh, well, God did that for them, but he's gone now. You know, he doesn't answer my prayers. He doesn't intercede on my behalf. I can tell you, friends, this guy right here, this redneck out in rural South Carolina. um, I'm amazed. When my father hears that I don't know what to do. I don't have anything. I'm in a hole here. How am I to get out? I only have you. And within hours or the next day or maybe even the week, sometimes he has me hanging on to the last thread. He provides. He comes through. He meets the need or he stands in front of me or he gets in the way of whatever's coming on. That same God is the same God that delivered millions of the children of Israel from the bondage of the Pharaoh. 
who came out and said, I am the Lord you God, your God who brought you out of the house of bondage. You shall have no other gods before me. And you, you're not to make any carved image of any likeness of anything. And, you know, we could really go into Rome on that one alone because they have obliterated the commandment not to be, not to have idols. They've obliterated that. I mean, they've got saints that you can pray, pray to. They've got Mary that you can pray to. And what did Jesus say? Listen, for all you people who prayed even to Jesus, what did Jesus say? He said, you're to pray our Father who art in heaven. That's who we were to call upon. Who's our mediator between the Father? That's Jesus. We go to the Father in his name. And boy, I, you know, Johnny, I'm going to tell you, I want to I want to have you on a couple of times because people say, I think somebody said, oh, Tim's giddy a little bit. Yeah, I am, because here's a guy who's excited about the truth and who wants to share that with you in hopes that you'll embrace that truth, too. So, Johnny, look, we got about I want to give about 15 minutes because I'm going to have to get busy on my work here. Uh, but I want to give 15 minutes and I want you to hit kind of the important things. Our topic is. The Vatican, seat of Antichrist, and abominations of the earth. And you're hitting on a little bit of that with the children. You got 15 minutes. What would you say that people ought to either look up themselves, which we encourage people to do. We encourage them, like what you said, to be their own you know, investigators and, and such. In fact, you'll, you'll find this funny. Um, I had one of these last day's madness guys jump in the chat and try to bash me all over the place. And he actually went on at first. He got me mixed up with Bradley. He showed a picture. Bradley said, this is Tim. And then the second thing was, and he's never listened to a show. He only inter- inter- he li- listened to my introduction where I say LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ people. And he says, Oh, well, you're welcoming those people. That's a get it's tongue in cheek. That's, that's the way it's meant to be. Um, if anybody listens to my thing on sodomy, they'll understand that. But this guy called me a Jesuit adjudicator. Now, I don't even know what that is, um, but just from what little you know of me, do you think I'm a Jesuit adjudicator here? I don't even know what that is. I I wouldn't be here if <laughs> you were in any way working for the Jesuits. I, I wouldn't be here. And that, that guy, um, the best thing we can say is that the, he's – He's very confused if he's not uh, an open troll himself. And you know, Tim, let me say real quick as an aside, when you get things really, really wrong, the very first thing you need to do is to question your own walk, your your own salvation, okay? It's Amen. Pa- part of being a Christian, part of the essential, the foundation of being a Christian is brutally honest self-examination daily, sometimes hourly, sometimes by the minute brutally honest self-examination of who you are. The second you start lying to yourself to covet some kind of sin or lust or attachment, you're doomed. You're doomed. And and if if the Lord reaches a point, if he reaches his Pharaoh point where you covet and you covet and you covet, you put up that wall of separation between you and intimacy with Christ because you cherish that sin more than you cherish the Son of God who put himself to death for you, there comes a point where he's going to step back and say, good, have your sin, yep. and devolve, just like... Turn you over to want, it, yep. Devolve into lunacy and foolishness, okay? Now let me again remind the audience, compassion. I want you to understand 
that when you see what um, uh, library, what do they call it? Transgender reading hour. Oh yeah, yeah. You oh, the, oh, the 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 yeah, the the drag queen stuff. Yeah, yeah, drag queen, drag queen reading hour. You need to know that these these people are being used and empowered. We don't want to go after them. Okay, that is a waste of time. The the homosexual community, the illegal immigrant community, by the way, four years later, after Donald built that wall, of Trump, and we have more illegal aliens than ever before. Why? Because the vast majority, they're not Hispanic. They're Catholic. That's what Rome. There wants. you Rome go. Wants there you America go. America to be inundated, flooded with people trained by the Catholic Church and socialism and social justice, which came from a Jesuit named Taparelli. Okay, communism created by the Jesuits uh, in South America with the Guarani Indians who were enslaved and taught real communism in the 1700s, and then they fed it to their puppet, Karl Marx. Um, You have to have compassion. Listen, I'm in Pennsylvania, and I walk out my door and I hear Spanish, and I go to the store and I hear Spanish, and it is very hard not to get angry. And I I need to know it's a military operation. We need to cut off the source. The ultimate perverts and pedophiles and deviants are running the show. They're in Rome. The, 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 um, the guy who created the CIA, the OSS, was a uh, devout Roman Catholic. Uh, 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 Bradley is, 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 is reading from Smedley Butler. Are you kidding me? Incredible. Well done. The only problem with Smedley Butler is two-time... Uh, two-time Medal of Honor winner, the only uh, Marine Corps officer, and of course John Bazelon, the uh, the Marine Corps enlisted man, two two Medals of Honor. The problem with Medley Butler is he never said Rome or Jesuits, but he got everything else right. War is a racket. Yep. Dupont, who was it was a Dupont lawyer. Uh, William Donovan was a Wall Street Dupont lawyer. He's the guy that created the OSS that went on to be the CIA. He's the guy that murdered George Patton, Reed Target Patton, Robert Wilcox. Okay, the CIA created by Rome. Why? How is it the CIA traffics in children? How is the CIA traffics in drugs? How is it America's own institutions are her worst enemies? Because they don't work for you. They work for Rome, the FBI. The FBI goes in to cover up crime. Why? Founded by Charles Joseph Bonaparte, great grandnephew of Napoleon Bonaparte, devout Roman Catholic. Why is it that everything takes place in Washington, D.C.? Because it's not Washington, D.C. It's little Rome and the Potomac. The, the, the beast with seven heads, the seven hills. It tells you in Revelation the seven yep. heads of seven hills. Well, and we've got we've got a ton we've got a ton of cities that have seven hills. What's interesting is Vatican has seven hills. Uh, we have London has seven hills. We even have D.C. Most people don't even know that Washington D.C. is built on seven hills. You can you can easily find that and uh, and research that. You're, you're exactly right, Johnny. Uh, one of the things you know we've talked about the FBI. There, this is why this is Tim Brown. I'm not speaking for the Sons of Liberty at this point. This is just this is my thought. This is why DC needs to be dissolved. Even as Thomas Jefferson, look, I, I he's got his problems. He started out so well, I think he sort of ended really badly. Um, but Thomas Jefferson would, would write in the Declaration of Independence, the people have a right to dissolve that government that isn't protecting your rights. And we're at that point. We this isn't some, you know, okay, you threw a penny tax on something. This is the thing where you're 
infringing on our right to speak, infringing, infringing on the right to the press to, to print the truth. You're infringing on uh, our, our conscience. Uh, that's the way I, I don't like. Re- I don't like the term religion, but you're you're infringing on our conscience by way of what the Bible has says that we're to conduct ourselves and how we're to conduct ourselves. You know, our our freedom, the Consti- the U.S. Constitution doesn't put limits on the people. It puts it limits on their representatives and on the government. And so if I want to go up to Washington, D.C., if I want to go on public property here in the in South Carolina, I have the right to proclaim the God, the saving gospel of Jesus Christ to whoever I want to proclaim it to. They have no authority under our law to do that. And yet what you're saying is they've put people in place, the alphabet agencies and all this other, to intimidate us, to lie to us, to cover up the crimes that are being committed against us and against our children. And the people sit back and they go, Donald Trump's going to solve it, man. Q's got it. There's the Q drop. Don't you see it? Boom. That's that's what I see in the chat uh, from some people. And I don't censor them. I let them, I let them sit with their boom. Uh, Q is going to take care of it. Just sit back, grab your popcorn and watch the show. And it is the direct. I, I love the way you said it before. It's the direct opposite of what the scripture calls us to is that we're to be at the forefront. We're to be the foot soldiers right in the front in the heat of battle in calling out the evil and the wickedness that's going on in our culture. And yet that's the one thing that's going to be put to the side and we want to sugarcoat everything and we want to make everything. When everybody around you sees, despite what the Mockingbird media says, everybody sees the crimes that are committed against us. And somehow they take refuge in saying, we got to have a red wave this November, and that's not going to solve anything. We need a red wave, all right? We need the blood of Christ to cover a lot of people and to cover their sins and to take them away and to make them glorious trophies or instruments of God's grace in this society. I, that's what that's where I see things need to go, and that's what we want to push on the Sons of Liberty. I know we got five minutes left, Tim, and we've got really about five hours of information to cover. Uh, first yeah, I mean, we're gonna have we're gonna have you back. I know you'll come back. We'll we'll, we'll have absolutely. you back. Absolutely. Um, so first and foremost, don't try this at home. There are a lot of people out there that don't put this information out because they know better. This is the dragon that they're facing. This is Rome, and above Rome is Satan. And um, yet Christ says, "Don't fear the power that can take your life. Fear the power that can take your life and condemn your soul." So that's who I fear, and I don't fear. Uh, I don't fear Rome. And, Amen. And, and yet you should, you really should. So unless you have Christ, so if you have Christ, then you need to fear nothing and you need to stand up for Christ's righteousness. You guys have done a brilliant job. Both you, Tim and Bradley have done a brilliant job explaining this system. The system is they commit heinous, despicable crimes, rape, torture, murder, women, children, traffic in them, bury it for 50, 60, 75 years. Then after everybody is dead, like Jimmy Savile, devout Roman Catholic monster used to pray to Satan in Latin through his Catholic church while he raped kids. Nobody knows that. Read my book, Eaters of Children. What do they do after that time? They have a commission. They have a committee. Whoa, 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 whoa. Politicians don't dispense justice. So wait a minute. The government 
through the Catholic Church, rape kids, and then the government is who I'm going to rely on for justice, right? No, never going to happen, okay? When cops show up in camouflage and olive drab and body armor with real assault weapons that you're not allowed to have to shut your business down over a a virus that doesn't exist and pull the food out of the mouths of your children and you stand there and take it, that's a problem, okay? You need the courage of Jesus Christ and then you need to act. The act starts with information and then it goes in with fellowship. And then once you are binded together, we only need 300. Gideon only needed, that's the original. How many were (laughs) at the How many were at the Mopoli? 1,700. A joke, the Greeks, an absolute joke when they faced down the person. Gideon had 300. You know know what God told him to do for picking his 300? Watch who drinks. Who, who buries their face in the water and drinks with abandon and lust and completely forgets? Who lifts the water up to their mouth and with tactical awareness scans the horizon? I'm giving myself goosebumps. Those are the warriors we need, and they will tear down the house of cards. Come on. Your government is the one hurting you. Your government is running the crimes. And above that is Rome. Why is it that the architecture of Washington, D.C. is a mirror image of the satanic sex magic in Rome? It's one and the same. It used to be called Little Rome on the Potomac. That's right. The phallus of Osiris across from the womb of Isis. It's right there. It's all in front of your face. And it's going to continue to exist until you make a difference and change it. Amen. I want to do this right here. You know, like Bradley says, if I was in a black church, they'd be saying, bring it down, Brother Johnny. Bring it down. I mean, that that is the point. That is the point, that we are called to act. We are not called to sit in a church and have theological. Look, I love theological discussions. You and I have had them. By the way, Mike uh, was saying, I don't have an, a, a, a wife named Angela. It's a different Angela, Mike. <laughs> and she has a husband named Mike. Uh, I think Edie. Eddie. E-D-D-Y, I think was the name. They sent me, they actually sent me an email saying, hey, we love your reform perspective. Would you have Johnny on? And I said, okay, so let me look at, let me look at the site. And I, I got through that. And of course, Mike and our DLive uh, channel, uh, we're, we become good friends too. And, you know, I was, I was very appreciative of the fact that Mike said, the reason I listen to you is because you have the true gospel. And the true gospel is one that saves you from your sin. Is God saving you from your sin? As Paul says, you were once under the lap of the wicked one. You were dead in your sins and your trespasses. But God, who is rich in mercy, quickened you. He made you alive. It was by his grace that you were done. It was by the the sacrificial death of his son that you have been made alive in Christ and you, you've been made alive for what? For a purpose, to do the works that God laid out before you, good works. Uh, that glorify him. And that's what we want to do. That's that's the message that we have for people. Look, you may be engaged in sodomy. Guess what? First Corinthians tells us that there were people in Corinth who were engaged in that kind of stuff too, but they were washed. They were transformed. They were cleansed of their sin. They were different. You may be engaged in 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 in, in theft, in embezzlement, in murder, if not physically, within your heart. You may be engaged in adultery, bestiality, sodomy, whatever the case may be. Guess what? Jesus has paid the price for sinners of which you were one and of which he calls you to repentance. 
He calls you to repentance. You know what? If you'll repent, if you'll believe the gospel, if you'll trust in the Lord Jesus, you will be saved. If you want mercy, you can have it, but you got to have it at the terms that God has laid out, and that is through his son, the Lord Jesus. Uh, Johnny, I want to give you the final word, and if you want to uh, promote your, your website and your books, that'd be great too. Our our ultimate destiny. Why are we here? Why Why are we suffering? Why are we going through this? Because our ultimate destiny is to live Romans 8.28 into 8.29, which explains 8.28, that all these things are happening for our growth and our spiritual maturity. The father does not want a bride for his son to be whiny and immature and underdeveloped. (laughs) He wants us to be worn down through challenge and trial and to rise above it to conform to the image of his son who went through the temple and flipped tables. And I'm telling you, folks, it's table flipping time right now. Amen. If, if you are, I don't even say, just addicted. If you were addicted, if you're, no matter what happens, Jesus Christ has an answer for you. Hmm. Even let's just say you're living in a, a homosexual relationship. You feel bound to that. You have no other way to have gratification, emotional and physical gratification. Turn to Christ. Don't worry about anything else. Don't have it satanic to say, I've got to be perfect first and then go to Christ. That's a satanic lie. Go to Christ right now. He will forgive you. You're going to fall again. We all do. That has nothing to do with being perfect. Only one man was perfect. Turn to Christ right now. He will give you compassion, love, and mercy beyond what you deserve and would expect any one of us. He will walk you through it. He will help you out of, and that's sin, any sin, okay? It doesn't matter what it is. It's all sin, lying, coveting, uh, spending, uh, drinking too much, uh, uh, changing your focus, okay? Sin is sin. doesn't matter what you're doing. And and we're not going to get overly righteous, okay? Real quick, books, um, Amazon. Well, I have my five books. Johnny at johnnysrucci.com is my website, and Odyssey is my channel. It's table flipping time, folks. Love Christ. Back up, okay? If you're scared, you should be. If you're in Christ, you won't be scared anymore because your intimacy with Christ will show you these crimes. And instead of fear, you should be feeling righteous anger and indignation. And he will show you the way. He will help you to be one of Gideon's 300 to take it into your own hands. Um, Who was Jehu? Jehu was nobody. Jehu wasn't part of the government. Jehu was a, was, a, was a retired soldier. And then he approached and overturned the government. Now, yes. I'm saying insurrection, civil war. I'm telling you, in the Lord's time, he will tear down this house of cards because I promise you the government is not going to destroy itself. That's okay? right. That's, no, that's exactly right. I think that's a great, uh, a great message to end on is that, uh, you know, it's, it's of the people. I think there is an issue to where the people have to obey God. We see that in the book of Judges. We see that all, in fact, that's the most free time a people experience, in my opinion, is in the book of Judges, is that they, they had the law of God. They obeyed the law of God. And, uh, you know, there were men not, not afraid to deal with the enemies of God. In a way that wasn't, oh, brother, would, would you just, you know, would you, would you just kind of come to Jesus, you know, like like the Billy Graham, and won't you come? They didn't do that. Samson picked up a jawbone of an ass and whooped some Philistines, right? We see Ehud 
and, and, and what took place there. We, we see Deborah even going, and then she didn't, and the great thing about Deborah, mis- people misplace uh, her, is she went to the king and told him his his sin, basically, his, his fearfulness, his, his, uh, his, uh, I'm trying to, I'm losing the word now, but told him he wasn't doing what he's supposed to. And he goes, Oh, well, you know, you come and do it. Okay. I'll come with you, but you're going to do what you got to do. You're the man. You're the authority here. You got to do this. And we see that all through. And what did the people have? They had freedom because they weren't under a Lord and master in a in a physical sense. They were under the Lord who gave the law, which was the Lord God of heaven, the creator of all things, the Lord Jesus Christ. For you people who doubt, read John 1, uh, the one who made all things. They were under his lordship. And so the people imposed the law. Which I got to tell you, even though I have problems with some of the Constitution and some of the forefathers and stuff like that, the Constitution puts in it, who's to enforce the law? They use the term militia, but it's really the people. They're to be the enforcers of the law. And when you go back in Deuteronomy, who's the one who carries out the sentence and the punishments in, in certain sections? It's the people. It's the community. It's done out in the open. It's not done in the back room where there's a gas chamber, a guy pulls a thing, he's got a hood. No, it's the people. And why? The point is that they learn to fear God. They learn to fear God and not go down the road that the person that they're having to deal with, which I got to, you know, people have told me, Johnny, you're just bloodthirsty. No. If you deal with one or two of them and it's out in public, the word will get around quick and they're either going to clean their closet or they're going to go back in it. Either one is actually a good thing for the society whole because we're called to be salt and light to that society. Johnny, I appreciate you being on. Man, I think we got like, a, I don't know, at least a dozen hours of show we can do together. And the people, the people appreciate what you had to say. I've seen you haven't seen the chat, but I've seen that. They appreciate your stance. They appreciate the things you've said. We're going to have you back on. Maybe a week from next week, if we can do that, I'll try to set that up. Hang on after the show, and I'll say goodbye to you. Guys, catch Bradley at 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, sonsoflibertymedia.com. And uh, Lord willing, we'll see you with Kate Shimrani in the morning, 8 a.m. Talk to you then. See you.